Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Rexy Show and I would like to wish each and every one of you a happy new year because today is 1st of January 2019! Alright, so today we have a really really special guest. He is actually from the United States of America and also at the same time he has been seen on MSNBC, Cosmopolitan, Playboy Magazine, The Miami Herald, and Washington Post. So this guest, his name is Sal Pierre, who is the CEO of his company Social Bream, which is one of the world's hottest digital agencies located in Miami, Florida. At the age of 16, Sal moved out of his family home and started selling computers through classified ads. And this venture turned out to be during the internet boom. Timing is everything and this led him to a chain of stores he would later go on to sell. Along the way, Sal became a social guru, teaching dating, social dynamics and lifestyle. He also traveled and was a keynote speaker at events in over 50 countries. Today, I get to sit down with Sal to understand what is entrepreneurial fire collaborative movement and how he managed to build his company, Social Bream. I believe some of you viewing this would have the desire to know how you can turn your goals and vision into reality, especially in the year 2019. You should check this episode out. Don't miss this opportunity to listen to the part where Sal talked about how he faced his adversity during this journey of entrepreneurship towards reaching his goals and dreams and overcame them. So, if you want to know more about me and about Sal, do check out the links. Thank you. Hey, what's going on? Alright. Hey, Sal. I had to my cell phone. Hey, man. Hey. Oh, how's hey, it been? how are you? Hey, I'm, I'm great. How I'm great. Been? Hey, man. Thanks, thanks for, you know, being part of the show. And you, really, it's my honor and pleasure to have you, man. It's really an honor. Well, wow. And everyone who's watching, okay, do give a high or wave and sell, all right? Okay, so thanks, thanks for coming in, man. And um, Thank you. Thank you. yeah, I, I was actually introducing yourself while uh, you were actually, uh, well, we were trying to put you up on the show. So anyway, I just want to um, let everyone to know a little bit more about you. So do you mind if you share with the audience who you are and what you do? Uh, well, I, a long time ago, I was in the dating and relationship world. Uh, I taught men mm -hmm. how to w meet women and, and, and all of that, uh, build uh -huh. relationships. Uh, then I took seven years off and about uh, to start a family. I had a daughter, uh, moved to Miami from Los Angeles, and... Um, I, uh, I started a marketing agency about uh, three and a half, four years ago. Uh, it's literally doubled in, in size every year. We have about 14 employees now, um, just crushing it. And uh, just recently, I was uh, in a group with you, Vayner Nation. So quick shout out, guys. Um, and uh, and I, I wanted to kind of create a personal brand because uh, my agency is doing well, so uh, believe it or not, we actually stopped ex accepting new business for Social Brim um, just because we're swamped and everybody's basically pulled to the thread and I don't like to go to people that I don't know are 100% experts. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and the group gave me a lot of insight on, uh, on what I could do. Uh, and uh, I started the Firewood Sal Project, which is uh, hopefully going to be the largest collaborative movement in history. So... That that's nice. pretty much a little bit about me. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, this this um, just now you said something about fire with cell movement, right? Uh, just wondering what is yeah. what is that all, all about? Like, uh, I know it's like some collaboration, uh, kind of project that you're doing. But do you mind if you share with the audience a little bit more about the details as well? Sure. Well, over the years, I've had a lot of people that have wanted to do business with me and have wanted to collaborate mm -hmm. with me on multiple aspects. Uh, and honestly, I just didn't have time. I was too busy with family and I was too busy with my business. 
Uh, today, mm -hmm. my business is taking a little less time because of uh, my, my team that's behind me, and uh, I'm super grateful to the entire team at Social Brim. Uh, and uh, I have a little more time. My daughter is two and a half. She's about to go to kindergarten. So uh, oh, nice. I, I'm, I've opened up to collaborative uh, movement with other people. Uh, and uh, we have right now a great team. We have Michael Fakera. We have Ryan Freeman, Danielle Grant. Uh, we have uh, Brandon Buckaloo that have all joined the team already from our from, from Vayne Nation, from the group. Uh, oh, and, uh, you know, we've we've been experiencing just tremendous explosive growth uh, you know we're running ads and uh, people are very very receptive to what we're doing uh, they're mm -hmm. very receptive to the movement the movement is basically what what I my initial idea for firewood Sal was to build a case study where I could show people how to effectively brand themselves or brand their company or business uh, and it's mm -hmm. been very successful in in the case study element of it uh, because we have mm -hmm. some amazing data just in one month. I mean, we went from zero, no page, no nothing, no content, uh, literally to getting some of the biggest name in the marketing world to come on the show. Uh, you know, like uh, this this week on Saturday, we got Mike Long. And uh -huh. uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with who Mike Long is, but Mike Long currently, if you go to Ty Lopez, uh, you know who uh -huh. Ty Lopez is? Yeah, All of right. course. So if you go to Ty Lopez. Uh, between myself and others uh, and having a team set up that is the fire team that all supports one another but like in an actual way not like in a group where people talk and comment like we actually execute every single day as fact in fact we're shooting uh, the third episode of the spark which is basically behind the scenes of what we're doing as far as planning and execution uh, and that gets released on Amazon Prime Video um, we, we got accepted and, uh, we also on, on, on Facebook, we get, we are releasing the unedited version. So like, uh, you know, the hour that we take to record, uh, we're releasing it there, but on Amazon prime, it's a 22 minute condensed, uh, TV show, uh, series, mini series, and, uh, it shows actual executions. We're talking about going to conferences and planning stuff out. We actually show you behind the scenes of not just the planning, but the actual us going to conferences, meeting people, issuing challenges, all that type of stuff. So, uh, yeah, basically the Firewood Sal is just going to be the, the largest collaborative case study. Um, uh -huh. It's already, we get 11 people on the team. There's there's five key players currently, uh, and it's just growing mm -hmm. from day in, day, day out. Hey, what's up, Greg? Yeah, fire. That's what I'm talking Hi. about. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. So this... Uh... I believe it will rise even more because I've seen like uh, it was just few thousand at first and then now it's growing towards 21,000 and even more uh, for your page and even yeah, we're, people following you guys as well, the movement as well. Yeah, we're, we're hoping to hit 100,000 within the first month and a half. So uh, <laughs> it's and it's because of people like Greg right there that, that share and yeah. like and comment and and follow the episodes, you know, like it's, it's really because of the people that are supporting us, uh, and showing yeah. us love people like you that are inviting me on shows and expanding the reach. So, uh, mm -hmm. I'm very, very grateful and appreciative. The entire team is, and, uh, it's, it's really been an awesome journey and, and I'm honored to be able to execute it uh, at such a high level. Yeah, man. It's all about the execution. Like what Gary B always says, huh? Right. So, uh, I believe, you know, uh, uh, everyone, when we were a kid, we all have these dreams, this ambition. So as Fire With Cell or any of the things that you're doing right now, something got to do with what you had thought of when you were a kid? Um, well, I mean, Fire With Cell, not really. So not really. Mm -hmm. my background is I'm originally from Israel and uh, my dad was a tour guide and I used to go on, uh -huh. on tours with him. And... Oh. Uh, if you're a tour guide and you want to make some extra money, what you do is, is you take your tourists and you take them to shops that give you kickbacks, right? You say, yep. okay, I'm going to bring 100 tourists to your business. You're going to give me 10% of whatever they sell, right? Just like affiliate marketing today, but in real yep. life. Uh, yeah. And uh, I was a little kid. I was like five, six years old. 
And what the shop owners would do is they would give me like little gifts. So, you know, like, cause I was the tour guide's son, you know, like, so they would give me like little uh, trinkets and gifts and pencils and uh, souvenirs. And then I would literally five years old, I would on, on the, the bus heading to the next place, I would sell those gifts to the tourists to make a couple of bucks so I could buy what I actually wanted. So I, I've been kind of hustling since I was very young. Uh, I've yep. been working. I've moved out of my house when I was 16. I, I've been working for myself. I lived in a, I had 183 bucks when I moved out of my house. I lived in a three, well, like a two and a half bedroom trailer that didn't have AC, had a hole in the ground. Uh, you know, like we, we, we didn't have hot water at the time. I had 183 bucks. You know, there's so much you could do with it. Uh, yeah, the trailer park community actually gave us the trailer so we could just pay the lot rent, which was about $380. Uh, so oh, it was like three of us living in that, yeah. that trailer for almost a, a year until I figured uh -huh. out, uh, you know, what I'm going to do. And at the time I was selling uh, computers from classified sections. Oh, okay. Well, that, that, that's really tough, man. Like when you're 16 and then you only have like 183 bucks. Well, I mean, if, if it's if it's Singaporeans like in Singapore and you give them this, well, some of them might not even survive uh, that long, like because our our um, I would say our mentality and our culture is roughly I would say quite different from you guys in the U.S. And also at the same time, you guys have to leave the house at the age of 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 to go out and go and explore yourself and then go and get your own house and everything and get rent and, you know, earn some money. Well, since Singapore, we do not do this, right? We, what, what we do is that we will be with our parents all the way until maybe like what, um, maybe 26, 27, 28 until we are married. And then, yeah, so, so, so it, it could you, be, you just move straight into the family life. You, you skip that, <laughs> uh, that uh, self-discovery phase. And yeah. uh, I know what that's like because same thing here, you know, like, so, you know, I'm from Israel originally. It's the same thing. You know, you, you stay with your parents until you're late. You go to the army, you're, you're still yeah. with your family. Then you go yeah, see yeah. the world a little bit for a year or two. And then you come back, you get married, you buy a house, you start working. So, yeah. you know, for, for everybody that's young out there, that's just kind of starting out. I think the self-discovery process and figuring out, look, nobody knows what they want to do until they do it. So like, I think I think that's a very important thing to discover uh, is doing the stuff that you love. Now, if you can have the support of your parents by, you know, I moved out when I was 16 just because I wanted my, my own personal space and my own freedom and to do the things I want to do mm -hmm. without any feedback from anybody. But mm -hmm. I would recommend, you know, in retrospect, I would want to stay with my parents as long as possible because I, I spent God knows how much. I probably spent fifty to $100,000 on rent if I would have stayed, stayed with my parents until I was like 23 or 24. So if you can, if you have the ability uh, to stay mm -hmm. with your parents and then kind of pursue what you have always wanted to do, then, mm -hmm. then that would be my suggestions. Forget what anybody thinks, you know, it, it's about you yeah. and it's about your journey. It's all about, it's about you. what you're doing. True. True. So I uh, like, you know, you, you're saying that, you know, you have to pay, uh, you have to earn that, amount of money to actually pay off the rent and everything. So what were the struggles like when, when you were actually building this, um, uh, I would say building your own business or even when you were actually uh, going through the process of getting towards your goals and your dreams, what were the struggles in fact to actually that um, you faced? Well, it's really what business that you're talking about. So for, for, uh, like pickup and dating, I, I didn't really have much struggles. I was I was very strong in it, and I had influencers mm -hmm. that I was working with that really, you know, expanded my reach, and uh, I grew very very quick quickly. Similar to what we're doing with Firewood Sal, it's just you know networking and connections, and I was yep. able to expand my reach and build really you know like I'm all about authenticity, and I'm all about you know like mm -hmm. doing what you're good at. You know, like a lot of people try to do everything. Uh, and I really, really dislike people that say they're good at everything because it's impossible. And I know I'm, I'm, I'm 37 years old and only good at one or two things, you know, like, you know, uh, but I have teams, you know, I go to teams and I go to experts and I, I get the right people involved. 
that have a lot more experience than me in some fields. And I think realizing what your strengths are and doubling down on those and focusing on those and then recruiting or, or bringing in other experts in other industries that you yep. need in order for success is a big part uh, of some of the struggles I face and, and the adversity I was able to overcome because of the team and because of the people around me. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I believe, you know, going through struggles is necessary, right? Going through failures, struggles are all necessary in life and, and it will help to shape us and help to rebuild us in a sense to, to become better at what we are good at and make sure that we become learn. greater at what we are doing. Yeah, and learn, learn from our mistakes, learn from other people's mistakes as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think I think struggling and, and really like, and you know, you and I are in a different place today. If I don't succeed in what I do, you know, I have I have a, a two and a half year old. I have a, a wife. I have responsibilities. I have all that yeah. stuff. Uh oh. Um, I, I I have all this stuff that we have to do. So it's it's mm-hmm. very different than yeah. than you know when you're young, you can really pursue certain things. Yes, true. Yeah, so when we are young, we should double down on our strengths and we should work even harder and hustle and, and go and put, put, pursue our dreams rather than just sitting there and watching other people succeeding and then complaining all the single time that, man, this guy is lucky. This girl is luckier than me, right? So, yeah, and I... And I, I, think, I, I think people I, focus way too much on other people's success. Yeah. Focus on your own success yeah. Keep grinding away. And I, and believe me, like, <laughs> when you start succeeding, you'll know it. Because forget that you'll be doing better in general, but you also mm-hmm. see start people to reach out or people start hating on you or all this mm-hmm. stuff. You'll notice it. You know, pe- nobody gives a fuck if you're not successful. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's only <laughs> when you're successful that people start caring. So, like, yeah. it, it doesn't matter. You know, like, people don't know my real story or, or my net worth uh, and, and believe they, they have to see it to believe it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. now we're showing it a little bit just so people can, you know, like really pay attention and start understanding that we're here to help and we're here to really try to influence the culture for the better for collaborative, collaborative efforts um, mm-hmm. because it helps everyone, including, including the party involved that, that is actually collaborating. So like, I think it's very important. Mm-hmm, true. And whenever you face obstacles, right, like uh, people rejecting you or even uh, when, you, when you are, you know, uh, not earning any money at that moment of time, I believe there are some times that you don't earn much or you don't even earn any, right? So how do you overcome these this struggles? Uh, patience. You know, you, you practice patience. And I know it sucks sometimes where you believe you should be making X and you're making Z. Uh, But the fact is, you know, like if you keep grinding away at it, it will come to you. One of the best pieces of advice I ever got from one of my business mentors a long, long time ago, probably when I was like 18, he says, look, you want to succeed at anything, stick to Mm -hmm. it. Stick to it, you know, get kicked in the balls by it, keep going. You know, Mm -hmm. like at the end of the day, if you look back at what you've done, usually the things you've done most is what you succeeded at. And yeah. if, if you kind of give up or you kind of stop doing it because it's getting hard, yeah, you're mm-hmm. set up for failure. So, you know, like mm-hmm. just if you're going to put time into something, make sure you do it until you win. Yep, that takes I your agree. entire life and enjoy the journey that it took to, to get to where you were at the end of your life. I think that's a, that's, that's a, a, a little gold nugget, a little fire tip for you. Wow, thanks. Wow, that, that's really gold. Like, that, that, that advice is really what I believe a lot of people that's watching from India, Singapore, Romania, and US, and many other countries that's watching right now with us, you know, they, they are either fa- facing this kind of struggle where they are working, or they are even uh, an entrepreneur that is trying out trying things out and they're still struggling to pay their bills and everything. And I believe that advice that you gave just now was really, really something that is, that is really needed for them. Because I, I truly believe as well that if you're not patient, right, if you're not patient enough, 
then when the opportunity is about to come to you and then you start to give up, then that's where you realize that, man, you, you have wasted your time into going towards that goal and, and you are almost there. You're just almost there. It's just that you, you just gave up on that. And, and that will really make you crumble. And that will even change your mindset to think that, man, you're set for failure rather than success, right? So I, yeah. I, really, I really agree with that. And also at the same time, like you were sharing about, you know, that the way that you overcame. So I, I believe, you know, people have, have to be really patient. It's, it's the most fucking important thing that the person have to, to get in order to be successful. I, I, Other things. Look at successful people and assume that they just became successful. You know, mm -hmm. like people, uh, you know, like uh, I, I work like 15 hours a day, you know, uh, and I, you know, people then I, then I go on vacation or, or, you know, spend time with my family. Like sometimes I'll leave in the middle of the day because I want to spend two hours with, with my wife and daughter before, uh, before they, I have to go back and sit in front of the mm -hmm. computer. Uh, and yep. you know, like I, I think people see that two hours where I'm hanging out the, at my pool or, you know, like I'm jumping on my boat or doing something like that. They're like, Oh, look, he's just relaxing all the time. And he's just, no, no, there's a, there's a fuckload of work that goes into it. Like, yep. you know, the reason I can enjoy and do the things I want to do is because I, I grind away at what I want. Uh, yes. and, and I hustle and, and I put priority on what I'm mm -hmm. trying to achieve. And I, I think people just, you know, like, look, you got to put in the work. And if you feel like you're not experienced enough, find a team, work for free, do whatever you got to do and learn. You know, like these, this is, these skills are not like gifts from God. These skills yeah. are learnable. And you can cut your learning curve by thousands of hours, either by mm -hmm. getting coaching or getting involved with, with a movement like ours, where you can collaborate with us, uh, you yep. know, and, and we'll give you specific tasks in your expertise and then help you along the way. And then you mm -hmm. can take mm -hmm. that knowledge and apply it to yourself. So I think, you know, people just don't want to put in the work. They want instant gratification. You know, uh. like, I'll give you an example. Ryan from Doodle Media, who's our creative director, uh, you know, like he he's putting in as much work as I am. Uh, and he runs a full time media company, you know, like, but he's still on like five to ten. He's delivering. You've seen some of his work. He's delivering videos every day. You know, that um, takes time, you know, like. So I, I think you guys got to got to kind of put in it in perspective. If, if mm -hmm. instead of going to college and spending a hundred thousand dollars or whatever a good college costs today, you know, I'm not saying don't do that. I'm saying you could do that, but you can also get real world experiencing by, yes. by getting internships, uh, by getting uh, some type of, uh, you know, ability to work with mm -hmm. people who are actually executing and performing, you know, like yeah. that's it. And, and it's not hard to find who those people are because you'll see the numbers. You know, and, yep. and you'll see the people that are getting involved with them. And if, if you think those numbers and those people are serious, it's mm -hmm. probably a project you should jump onto. Uh, even if you work for free for five years and never get paid, the experience yep. that you'll earn is going to be worth, if you're smart, probably millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. True. And, well, it's, 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 it's real. Like, many people has have always been thinking about instant gratification, which is like when they get their paycheck, they will immediately go and buy the LV bag. They will go and immediately buy the Rolex, which I find that, I mean, if you really want that thing, of course you have to grind for it and everything else. But of course there are times where you, you need that money for, for future use and not just, you know, just to purchase all this uh, Lamborghinis, Rolex and all, unless if you're earning as much as Ty Lopez, right? Hey, in my garage, and you get to see the books and the the Lumbos and everything else, and <laughs> and the big if, house. If that's what you need for status, you know that's okay. Yeah. You know, like I, I understand, and uh, you know, Ty uses it for his business. He uses it for marketing. He uses it.
Yep. So yeah, he uses all those. Okay, hold on. Mm -hmm. Okay, just give me a moment. Okay. Okay. So if you are, so if you guys are actually getting a lot of, um, I would say, you know, a lot of great info from. Sal, just give a thumbs up, okay? And I'll just give him a moment. Hi, Hisham. Yep. Hi, hi Zini. Hi, Shima. Yep. Okay, just give me a moment. Right, guys, hold on, yeah? I sell. Hold on. Um, so sorry. I realize there's some connection issues. Not sure why, but okay. Hold on. Okay. okay guys just give me a moment there's some uh, technical issues we'll be back in a short while okay. so are you there All right, and yes. we're back. Yeah, my bad. I believe there was a connection error in <laughs> just now. Ah, it's okay. <laughs> that's that's live. That's the business of doing live. So, like, uh, you know, I think on every show that I've ever watched, that's a regular live show. There's been some technical mm -hmm. issues. So, uh, yeah. I mean, you're 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 in Singapore, which, by the way, I've been yep. to. And I'm in Miami, so like we're literally on opposite sides of the world, still meeting right here on social yep. for you guys. So I think uh, I think yep. that in itself yep. is a miracle. So I think that the small <laughs> technical issues. So I want to tell you, um, when I was a little kid, when we first came to the U.S. and uh, we came to New York and we moved down to Florida, and mm -hmm. I think I was about twelve or thirteen, I went to Disney World, and in oh, Disney nice. World they had Epcot Center. And Epcot Center has this, this ball, and the ball, basically, you go around the ball, and it, it shows you what, what's coming up, the future. Mm -hmm. And it was talking about the communication age, and it was like, yeah, you're going to be talking to other people on the other side of the world and be able to see each other, and you're going to be able to, mm -hmm. uh, you know, talk to people on this device that you're going to hold to your ear, and you're going to all this, and, you know, we were still beepers, you know, so, like, this was all, yep. like, new, exciting stuff. 
And literally, like, you know, we, we're talking about, uh, wow, it's 20, 22 years, 23 years later, and here we are, you know, mm -hmm. like, on other sides of the planet, broadcasting yep. to the world, uh, you know, through Facebook, this. So I, yeah. I, I think the technology is so amazing, and I think yep. people really undervalue what they have, uh, that this device in their hands, uh, and what mm -hmm. it's capable of doing. I call my phone, you know, like uh, it's a little bottle of fire that I carry around with me because I can <laughs> execute on such a high level from it that it's it's incredible. So, uh, yeah, live shows. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think you're always going to experience some technical difficulties, but uh, it's pretty amazing. So, uh, yeah. And, well, yeah. And, and I'm thankful that, you know, we were still able to to do this. And, you know, it's 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 quite amazing to to know that you have gone through so much and just wondering, I'm just pretty curious as well. Like what's your first ever business idea and what do you do with it? So I, I my first, first ever business idea, I was uh, right before I moved out of my house, I was sitting with my mom on her bed. I worked mm -hmm. at a little, uh, uh, a little restaurant uh, as a cook, clean, I, everything. It was just like a one-man shop. Uh, and there's actually pictures in, in a newspaper from when I was cutting meat or something when I was 16. Mm -hmm. And uh, I came home one night and uh, I sat down with my mom and I said, you know, this restaurant thing, I don't think, I, I can't do this. Uh, and she mm -hmm. goes, okay, well, what are you going to do? And I said, well, the computers, you know, I've been into computers my, my entire life. I know that like the back of my mm -hmm. hand. And, uh, and I just want to do it. So, and she goes, well, well, how are you going to do it? You have no money. I said, well, you know, I'll figure it out. I said, I feel like the sky is telling me to do computers. And uh, I called the company Skytel because the sky told me, uh, Skytel Direct was the name of the company. Uh, and I started selling computers from classified sections from my mom's house before I moved out. And then within a year or two, I opened up my first computer store. So, uh, you know, like you're talking about with 183 bucks, $23 cost me to place an ad, you know, in, in a local classified <laughs> section. But that weekend I made some money and then I realized, you know, this, this is it. I, I think yeah. of myself, uh, I'm, you know, I'm a serial entrepreneur. So I invest in a lot of different things. Uh, I try mm -hmm. a lot of different things. Uh, yep. You know, it's all recorded on social too. So if you go back to 2007 or 2003 on Facebook or Instagram, you could see you know, all the stuff that I've done. You could see the computer stores. You could see, you know, the pickup and dating thing. You could see the motivational thing that I tried to do last year. And I give everything a certain amount of time and see engagement on it. And then, you know, like mm -hmm. I look at myself as a, as a miner and I'm going into an unknown cave to see if it has gold or not. And I swing mm -hmm. my pick, you know, wildly and hit everything. And then when I see something shiny, then I go get a team and I dig it out. You know, like, yeah. and that's, that's how I look at it. So, uh, nice. you know, like uh, my first initial business was, yeah, I, I felt like, you know, the, the, because I was so connected to computers and technology, mm -hmm. uh, I had an A-plus certification and an MCP, which is a Microsoft Certified Professional uh, Certification. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Today, today, let me see. Today, I have certifications for Google and for Facebook marketing and for that <laughs> type of stuff. Nice. Because that's what I'm into, you know, like, so yeah. uh, here, you know, like I can even show you, this is pretty cool. We were working on this a little bit on, on some of, uh, some of the formulas on how we're going to actually win with, with Firewood Sal. So like, uh, you know, like the, the, the planning and the execution, I think is, is some of my favorite parts uh, of, of, of each project I work on really. Uh, mm -hmm. and I think it's, it's just, uh, it's a fun experience. I think, you know, for you guys just trying to make a quick buck, don't, you know, enjoy it, uh, you know, live in it. I, I think, mm -hmm. you know, people keep saying, enjoy the journey, but I think it's not just about the journey. It's about you. It's about, you got to enjoy what you're doing. It doesn't have to be a journey. You just have to enjoy what you're doing. And then yes. once you enjoy mm -hmm. it and you figure out what that thing is, uh -huh. then then you can monetize it. Uh, yep. People try to monetize stuff way too quickly. Excuse me. Yep. Uh, and I think that's a big issue. So.
It's just like what Gary V always say, jab, jab, jab before you give the right hook, right? So I, I truly believe, right, like if you are a business owner, if you're an entrepreneur that's watching right now, if you have something of value and you're trying things out, don't go and sell it at 1997 straight away. Go and jab as much content, as much value as you can, as much as you are able to give to the person before you offer the, the price. Because that is when people will start to have faith in you, trust you, and trust their trust and trust their money with you and their maybe their experiences or their um, anything and everything. And they, they are able to entrust with. And then after that, you know, they will just buy into whatever that you are selling, be it you're selling a bar of soap, be it you're selling a product that is a computer or maybe even a service, right? So I, I believe you need to jab first before you give a right hook, right hook. But which I believe, you know, sometimes maybe while we are watching a boxing match, they will do jabs first before they give right hooks here and there, right? They, they won't just right hook here and Let me immediately. Let put this into reference uh, real quick. So you're saying jab. So I, I want to break down what jab really means because I think people are confused. So okay. a jab by, by Gary V standards is to yep. feel out to feel out the competition. The reason a boxer jabs in a fight is not to do damage. He doesn't do that. Mm -hmm. He wants to see where the weakness is. So he jabs and, and it doesn't hurt anything, but he sees, okay, mm -hmm. the other boxer drops his right hand a little bit. So there's an opening here. You know, like that's, that's the point of the jab, right? The point of the jab is the same yeah. as me swinging my, my pick. If you swing okay. it around and you see where gold is, the mm -hmm. right hook, the idea of the right hook is when you found that gold, uh, when you found that fire, uh, when, when you found the weakness that you can exploit, that's mm -hmm. when you hook. And I feel like people, because they want such instant gratification, just come yep. and listen. Uh, if, we, if, if I was a boxer and somebody just kept doing this to me, he leaves this whole thing open. You know? Yep, yep. Guess what? He's not going to win because he's leaving himself wide open. But yes. if he felt me out, he jabbed me, and, he, and I was like this, and he saw that I leave this open, he has a chance to win. So, you know, again, it depends on, on what you're, who you're fighting. But, you know, like, that's kind of the mentality. So, like, the jab, same as the okay. swing the pick wildly, it's really to get an understanding if what you're doing is working before you ever mm -hmm. try to right hook and monetize it. Okay, okay. Well, that, that's something that, that I, I believe um, I got it a little bit wrong. <laughs> yeah, I got, mis I got a bit confused at first, but thank you for, for you know, explaining well, it. I mean, it, think, think yeah. of it like this, right? You thought, oh, well, jab, jab is I'm going to offer value. Yeah, yeah, you offer value. You don't ask for anything. But if nobody's getting engaged with the value, you can't write hook, mm, true. right? Right. right. So yep. it, the jab is just to feel people out, feel what, if what you're doing mm -hmm. is successful, if what you're doing has, has positive traction, has a chance to win, has a following mm -hmm. growing, has whatever, it depends on the business model. But the right hook where you're trying to monetize and you're trying to gain something from the jabs mm -hmm. that left you that opportunity, then you right hook. Then you, you go for the sale, you go for the, the monetization, you go for the, you go for it all. Okay. And you can see that we've done that with Fire with Salad as well. You know, we initially launched Fire with Salad. It was a talk show just mm -hmm. like this. Then, uh, yep. you know, it started getting a following. So we said, okay, well, it's get, getting a following. Let's give them real deep content. We came up with the Amazon TV show, with the, the Amazon series. Uh, and then, uh, you know, like the next thing was, uh, okay, well, you know, fans, I, I had, I had people that have watched this show and said, Hey, uh, either how can I get involved or can I give you guys some money so you can make it better? So, you know, we said, I don't want to take donations, but we'll sell products. So we opened up the e-commerce store. Uh, you know, we're, we've given away free products. Um, you know, we've given away a free website design. Uh, we've, yep. um, We've started putting the team together because I've had people that want to join, you know, what we're doing yeah. because they like what we're doing. Not because they're trying to make money. They will okay. make money because we're going to make money. But, you know, like, yeah. it, it's about, I want people who love the project, who love what they do, 
And then I, I opened it up to them because they kept coming in, right? So instead mm -hmm. of even me dabbing, I was just like, you know, I'm going to do my thing and I'm just going to stay here in my corner and see what you guys do. And then if you guys are, are in and you, you, want, you want it and you're hungry, uh, you know, come on, let, let's dance a little bit. So, I mean, yep. uh, you know, so, so I think that's mm -hmm. really what it is. And I, I, it, okay. and, uh, and I, I think that that's going to help people really get an understanding of, of how to use that, that theoretical, you know, uh, jab, 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 right hook. You know, you mm -hmm. could be jabbing forever because if you don't find <laughs> engagement or you don't find, you know, uh, that people are connecting with what you're doing, uh, mm -hmm. there's never going to be an opportunity for a right hook, right? Like, so yep. like you, you have to kind of gauge it. Okay. All right. So while you are, you know, you, I, I believe, um, while you were actually, uh, going through all these tough times and everything else, I believe you have at least looked up to a few people, right? that inspires you a lot when when you are actually down and out or even when you are trying to build this business, build your empire, okay, of social bream and, and fire with cell and all. So who do you look up to? Um, really my parents. My parents inspire me the most. So because I'm so busy, I really don't have a lot of time to consume other people's content. I'm usually working on my own content, trying to strategize what's coming next, or I work on clients' content uh, and mm -hmm. curate their content and, and then plan out their marketing strategies and then let my team take over. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, my parents have made the most influence on me. Uh, a friend of mine uh, that's a very successful business owner, his name is Ronen Yerzevich. Uh, he, he made a huge impact on me, just with that one statement, by the way, just with that one statement is if you want to succeed, stick to one thing. That, that one thing uh, has really like, impacted me in such a way that I live my life by it. So I, I think him and my, my, my parents made a huge... And, and there's a lot of other people that influenced me for the better. You know, Gary yep. Vee, you know, some of his snippets that I've heard before uh, you know, like, were impactful. Uh, I had run-ins with Tony Robbins. Some of his stuff, uh, you know, obviously influenced me. Um, yep. You know, uh, it, it just, it really, you know, like everybody that, that, that's influenced me in some way. But my greatest influence was definitely my parents. They were business owners. They were entrepreneurs. I grew, grew up in, uh, you know, my dad was a tour guide in Israel when we were here. They had art yep. galleries and Judaica stores and all that stuff. So they really influenced me as far as business mm -hmm. and development. Wow. Okay. So, well, so this um, people that has inspired you, I believe everyone uh, has gave you a lot of uh, advices and all. And um, I, I would, I would, ask, I would like to ask you, right? You know, as as you know that legacy is actually recent legacy. Okay, so I want to leave a legacy before right. I leave okay, this world okay, is by inspiring people and creating joy to people. And I, I'm curious, right, in your opinion, what is legacy? Um, I mean, legacy is what you're going to leave behind. So, like, I've already created a pretty epic legacy. I lived in Dean Martin's mansion um, for, for a few years. Uh, I lived in Al Capone's, one of Al Capone's mansions in Miami Beach. Um, you know, boat cars, all of that, uh, high-end Lotus, uh, you know, all of that. Uh, I helped thousands of men meet women and date and build relationships, people that were really introverted and that couldn't really communicate well with, with opposite sex. I helped them. I have mm -hmm. people that have love connections and marriages because of me, uh, you know, like, uh, and, and what I'm doing with, with Firewood Sal, I think, is going to be the largest collaborative uh, case study in history. And mm -hmm. I think it's going to really leave a legacy that I want to leave behind of uh, community, unity, uh, and success. Nice. So, um, just wondering, for those who are watching either live or replay, right, uh, what would you advise them in terms of, um, in terms of how can they build a legacy for themselves? Well, I think today people are getting way too encumbered by knowledge, I guess. Uh, and it's, mm -hmm. a lot of it's conflicting. 
So mm-hmm. the, the first thing that I would advise you guys to do to really get fired up is find a passion project uh, yep. with successful people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. and then just join in and do as much as you can, learn as much as you can, and figure out what your legacy really is. You know, like I think people just want to be famous or want to be popular or want to be whatever. Yeah. These videos that we're going to make, they're going to stay here unless he deletes them. You know, like, so the fact is that everything that you're creating today has a digital, you know, uh, backup forever. So whatever you create today in 50, 100, 200, 500 years, people might be looking back at it and saying, hey, what did this guy do? Well, how did this guy affect the world? How did this guy affect the people around him? Uh, Mm -hmm. why did he do that? So like today you have a chance to create something. Listen, we all die. We're all going to get sick. We're all going to die. This is just life. So you have an opportunity with this little device that you're carrying in your pocket with a computer to leave Mm -hmm. something behind that your kids, 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 kids can see. And I'm not talking about old photos and I'm not talking about, you know, I'm talking about video. They can meet you. They, you know, you can even create time capsules for your kids, for your, your generations down the line. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. maybe you'll become an educational study in the future. You never know. So, you know, like ideally stop trying to show off, you know, and just yep. fucking execute and, and make sure that what you're doing is a love for you that carries through the years. Yep, I truly agree with that. I, I, I totally agree because if people always talk about them wanting to take action and in the end they don't actually do anything at all man that's not a legacy that's i i would say regret by the way i have hundreds of people that applied to be on the firewood cell team and Uh a few of them we that had the right skills that we needed at the time we gave them some work and they just don't deliver so you know like i think execution and delivery and what your beliefs are and what you're trying to do is vitally important Yes, I you totally know, agree. It doesn't happen by itself, you know? Yep. Yep. And, well, as we are, you know, coming to the end of the show, I'd like to ask you this final question. And that is, if, if today is your last day on Earth, if today is your last day on Earth, what would you share with the audience who are watching right now on the replay? It was a good life. <laughs> <laughs> You know, look, you, you, you're living, hopefully you're healthy and in good shape. You've, you've won. You've won. You can go live in a forest and be perfectly happy. I think, I think yep. people just over-assume the value of money because of social conditioning. And I think, yep. yeah, it's hard when you don't have money and, and you live in society and all that stuff. But at the end of the mm-hmm. day, it has nothing, nothing to do with this right here and your state of being, whether you're happy or sad. I know people that have millions and millions of dollars that are fucking miserable. And I know people that have no money that are literally the happiest people I have ever met in my life. It's kind of sick. It disgusts me because I can't be <laughs> as happy as they are ever. You know, just I can't. But they're, they're fulfilled and they're satisfied and they're happy. So I think that's really the core of it all is, is not just self-awareness, but being happy just that one fact that you're alive, you're healthy, uh, you know, a, a, and you're breathing air, you know, like, yeah. I think you got to really appreciate what you have. And I think people miss out until they don't have it. Trust me, if you have two legs and you're walking around, you probably don't give a shit about your legs. But if you lost a leg, yeah. you'll realize how much fucking value that leg really is. So consider yes. what's valuable yeah. to you, you know, like... Yep, I totally agree on that. And wow, that's thank you so much, man. That's massive value that you have given to our audience. And definitely, I believe people from Vayner Nation Squad, if you're watching, oh, do comment and do give us thumbs up and, and you know. It's um, funny. Share it's some- funny. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you, look. So I ask single one-line questions almost daily on, on V Nation, right? And everybody mm-hmm. comments, three, four hundred comments. And then I give like this, which is just fucking epic. You know, like, listen, if I was young and I was, hey, I got to see this guy's got just in a month, 20 something thousand followers. Why? 
Why is his ads working? Why is all this stuff working? And they totally missed the boat. And then I'm like, here, you know, we'll do this for you guys for free. And then they totally missed the boat. You know, like, so I think yep. one more thing, one, one little tiny note to leave people off in, mm -hmm. take actions on opportunities because they don't yes. last forever. And I'm True. saying this because, listen, I've been getting messages and, and, and articles and all, like people have just been emails contacting me uh, mm -hmm. to do marketing for them, to help them, to get them involved mm -hmm. in the team. You know, like these opportunities, even, even joining the team, that's not going to last forever. And I'll tell you that because once we have like, I don't know, a few hundred people, that's it. Your time's out. You know, like we're not going to just yep. keep recruiting for no reason. You know, like... Yep. Uh, you have a chance to learn, you have a chance to do, take those mm -hmm. opportunities as much as you can. If it aligns with what you're doing and what you're about, take the opportunity. It doesn't matter how much money you get or anything like that. It's about how you can, you know, first live your legacy and how you can improve so you can better present your legacy to people watching. Yep, yep, yep. Totally, totally. It's just like Gary V has been building his legacy as well. And Tony Robbins, so many other people that's building it and they are actually executing on the opportunities and the dreams and the goals and making sure that they are making it possible and they are making it possible for the other people, the further other generations as well to come. So, wow, thanks a lot, man. And where can our audience find you? Uh, Firewithsell.com. Firewithsell.com. Fire, 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 fire Nice, nice, nice. All right. So, and who will you in? Who will who will you recommend to be on this show? Three of them. Who will you be recommending to be on this show? Uh well, uh, why don't you go with Danielle Grant, Michael Fakira, and Ryan Freeman? Let's give them a shout out and uh, have them on your show. I think right. that, that would be great for them. Sure. Well, thank you very much. So, with that, I would like to wish each and every one. A great night ahead and also morning and great day over at US as well, right? So for those who are, have watched and you find it valuable, do share it as well and we'll get in touch with the other three people that he has actually recommended and we will let you guys know when is the next one. Okay, but this the next one will be this Saturday. Okay, it will be by my good pal who is a storyteller and also at the same time an entrepreneur and also, I would say one of the best, okay, one of the best Toastmasters I ever met in Singapore. All right, so stay tuned nice. for more. Yep, and we'll see you again. Thanks a lot, Sal. See ya. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank Have you. a good one. Oh, thank you.